Okay, we're going to go on to Liverpool because it was... <laughs> I know, it is a tough one to take because it's hard to know, or is it hard to know, Dave, what's going on? I want you to give us an idea of why Liverpool are struggling so badly. There has to be a finger on the pulse at this stage. Yeah, like uh, there's a bit of a false dawn for the two matches where you think, because a lot of players are starting to come back, you're thinking, is this like a couple of seasons ago? Remember when Van Dijk got injured and a few of the others? And you think, right, the band is coming back. A bit of momentum. We might sneak into the top four again. And we'll see what happens with the Champions League. And after 20 minutes, you're thinking, shite, it, it, it is true. We're, we're kind of potentially back. And Real Madrid went into super cool mode. And they didn't do anything different than what they did last year and punished the mistakes as well as have some great goals themselves. But, um, you know, Liverpool kind of tired out with the last 15, 20 minutes. And I've kind of alluded to it. And I'm not saying I'm 100% convinced because I'm not there. I'm not behind it. But I, I definitely think there's a couple of players who potentially are physically done. But then there's one or two who potentially maybe are mentally done. And they either need a, this is their year off. and Or will they ever get back? Because, like, whatever about winning. Winning is great. You know, you just keep going. Talk to you and all your boys from back in the day. But to do what they've done and not really have as much to show for it as you would want, it could be tough. Like, and doing what they did last year and all of a sudden it's like, Jesus Christ, that was it. That was potentially our chance. And look at what the other mob up the road are after doing with Haaland and what are we doing potentially standing still. And, you know, maybe the, the, the looking at the top of the hill going, I don't think I want to do it anymore. Like, and, and I'm not going to name names specific, specifically because it's hard to tell. But I wouldn't be surprised that there is one or two between either mentally or physically that they're just maybe they've checked out. And um, yes, the rebuild has to happen. Yeah, Neil, it was a great start for Liverpool the other night against Real Madrid to go 2-0 up after 14 minutes, I think it was. Uh, where did it go wrong for them? Is it is it the back line? Is it the midfield? It's, it's not really the forwards. The forwards are still chipping away with goals, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, if every game summed up Liverpool as they stand at the moment, I think this was it. They they were huffing, puffing great for 20, 25 minutes. Like they, really, like, they rocked Madrid back in their heels. They went for the juggler, and I think that's what they had to do in this game. They had to go out and try and stamp a bit of authority on it. Madrid sat back and allowed it. Ancelotti, you know, you could be actually a little bit critical of how he allowed his team to start. Liverpool tore into them. They got the lead. They got a very, very fortunate second goal. Great momentum, but I mean, they just couldn't sustain it. As Dave is saying there, there's a part of that team that they have that in them where they have moments of brilliance, but it's not long enough. It's not, you know, the Liverpool of two, three years ago would have just crunched Madrid and they would have got at them more. They would have just, you know, maintained it at a higher tempo for a longer time. And then when in control of the game at 2-0, they would have controlled the game at their own tempo. Instead, Madrid scored the first goal, which was just a piece of brilliance. And literally from that moment, you were worried because they had a foothold in the game. They went, you know, they didn't panic Madrid. I mean, this shows the quality of them. Uh, you know, I wrote in the, in the pre-match there that, or sorry, the pre-talk that uh, Ancelotti was as calm on the pitch as his, on the sideline as his players were on the pitch. His expression didn't change. Madrid didn't blink. It was almost like they have this reservoir of confidence in them that they knew it's okay. Time will come in this game. They showed it last year against Paris Saint-Germain when they were down mm. goals. They showed it against City. They're just, they're different class. They're absolute different class. And, you know, we used to laud Liverpool as the mentality monsters, but you're 2-0 down at Anfield and the crowd is on your throat and you're just, 
a lot of teams shrink and they give up and Madrid just flexed the muscle. They eased into the game and then they just absolutely ran roughshod over them. Um, very, very impressive. Like I, I, I can't remember a night like that at home where a team have done that to, to Liverpool. When we looked at the game against Barcelona where they came back, Dave, mm. uh, a few years ago, people didn't quite believe that they could do it, but they knew they were capable of doing it. It's yeah. a little different now this time, isn't it? Yeah, well, obviously, the, there's a massive factor in the fact that it's in Madrid as well, uh, as well, which is massive. If it was Anfield, you'd have hope and, and pretend that the, there's still a bit of fire there and whatever. But... Um, Plus, a lot of those boys were in the peak of their powers and, you know, we nailed them and we all know the, the the big linchpin that he was as well. But, like, Modric was the one. Like Modric is 37, 38, and he was still looking the liveliest with 15, 20 minutes to go. And you're thinking, right, is there something dodgy here or is he just one of these that's just a freak in nature? It was just impressive to see. And you've got people like um, Fabinho, who's supposed to be still in the peak at 28, 29, just looking a shell of the man he was. And yeah. Obviously, Bakatic, oh, hopefully... Man. Hopefully, Pakatic learned a lot from looking at Modric instead of his own team, if you know what I mean, because he was just class personified. You know, when you hear the fact that Cruz and um, uh, whoever the tour guy is, Shumani oh, was missing, you were thinking, oh, sorry, yeah. yeah, but Shumani was missing, thinking, yeah, just yeah. maybe, just maybe it might level the pay by it, but it didn't, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, credit where credit's due. And yeah, like you could understand to an extent why you somebody might have been crazy enough three or four years ago, but if you do it now, it's just pure unadulterated blind faith in your team, but with a little or no significance. If 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 Real Madrid give Liverpool a chance, they they'd be shocked, absolutely shocked. That is something that Dave just said there, Neil Fabinho should be at the peak of his powers. Why isn't he? Uh, yeah, I mean, Roy, this is the puzzler all season for Liverpool fans. I mean, in Liverpool's pomp, Fabinho in the number six was mm. literally key to every game. You know, they used to call him Inspector Gadget for his go-go gadget legs, the way he used to get the tackles in. You know, he's your Casemiro of this year in the Premier League. He's your Kante. And for a period, he was absolutely brilliant. Um, but just he seems to have lost something you know i i said it two weeks ago or three weeks ago on the show it's almost like someone in brazil just absorbed fabino and now his brother who's a twin who was never quite as good as replaced him at anfield it's just it's crazy to watch when he gets a yellow card in a game roy he's absolutely a passenger in the game mm. he cannot tackle he's a he, he, he plays with fear i'd literally whip him off the field every time he's on a yellow but pretty much this season has been his worst season he doesn't seem to have anything left in the tank and it's amplified by the fact that uh, Bajatic is in a well was in ahead of him at a period only that Thiago got injured. Like an 18-year-old that has just turned 18 has taken, as you say, a 28-year-old who should be absolutely in the pump um, has taken his position. It shouldn't be the case, but he has fallen off a cliff. There's no one else. They don't trust Keita. They don't uh, Elliot. You know Carvalho. You could go through the list of Oxley Chamberlain. They just don't trust him. And therefore, Klopp obviously feels he's forced to play him. But every time you see him play, it, it, it just seems to get worse and worse. Yeah, Dave, when Liverpool were winning over those mm. two, three years where they were dominant, everyone praised their mentality, their mindset, that it's a strong unit that Klopp has built. That's definitely not there now. Mm. So is it just the case that they need to get players out because there's a motivation issue. That's the, if, if it's not injury with, with Fabinho, surely it must be motivation. 
Potentially, but also confidence as well as shots. It's as much as it takes time to build it up. It's just as easy to kind of chip away at it. So look at Arsenal. Obviously, up until last week, you know the like oh, where the doubts creeping in. I wouldn't necessarily say they're some of them are shot. I think it is a bit of a confidence thing, but like that doesn't mean everyone's going to survive. We said this the the very first year they won the league. You can't stand still. You have to bring somebody in. You have to keep it fresh and. We're being punished for it now and there's a few panic boys for forwards in the last couple of windows and not really looking at the back line in the midfield and the midfield is the one that's jumping out and you know i think it's sticking out like a sore thumb with the likes of the fact that tiago's not there even though mid- liverpool's midfield isn't great it's improved and that's mm-hmm. what's sad it's improved even though it's still not great like and it shows that regardless of what a technician he is he's just not cut up to the pace of the league Fabinho potentially is the time to maybe cash in as well. He's got a new contract. Has he sat back on his laurels and gone, yeah, I've got me pension, you know? So it's a bit of a weird one. But um, look, Klopp is at a stage that he's not been before. And there was one or two rumours going around on social media yesterday that there was rumours of resignations and potentially going on. Is that just stirring the pot or whatever? I don't know. But this is where it's time to do it again. Uh, it's time for, a, a, or not do it again. Do what you've never done before and be part of the, a new rebuild process and if he's not well then yeah tour from out obviously which is something not something i want but you know that's what he's going to have to realize and he's going to have to probably piss off a few people who he loves and cares about and has had a great journey with but he's going to have to be ruthless and just say yeah thank you for your service and uh, move on and um, without a shadow of a doubt because obviously they're going to free the wage bill with a few of the end of contract guys in your milners potentially in oxley yeah. james but i think it's a couple of guys in the starting 11 that might need a bit of a a shake up as well, which there's no denying. So um the spine of the got- team, Dave, yeah. needs to be refreshed, doesn't it? I mean, we we yeah. always said about Arsenal this time last year, you know, yeah. they they didn't get the spine of the team right. They brought in Jacket, they brought in uh Saliba in a few days, and all of a sudden they're galvanized. Liverpool's spine now where it used to look so strong with Van Dyke, Fabino sitting in front of him, Henderson in front of him, and then yeah. you know, it didn't matter who you played, Firmino in in front. But now you've got the likes of Salah falling off, Fabinho tapering off, Henderson tapering off, and Van Dijk has fallen off a cliff if he's come back from his injury. I know there's a lot of speculation about him, but you know, you look at that Man United-Barcelona game tonight, some of the big hits that came in from the defenders were, were impressive, real aggressive hits. Van Dijk hasn't hit a guy like that in about three years, and that, that's what worries me the most. Klopp's been brilliant for Liverpool. He's a world-class manager. But I think he will get a lot of admiration if, as you said, he gets that rebuild and turns things around. That'll show uh, that he's up there with the the best of the best, I think. So uh, I, I think he should take that challenge on. And as you said, be ruthless because that's the only way you're going to yeah. you're going to turn things around.